Father, thank you for providing us your word of truth today. Please anoint each and every listeners of this message through the Holy Ghost. Also, may your grace and truth fill our hearts as we yearn to hear your voice. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Meditation of the week comes from Psalms 91. Please follow along if you have your Bible open. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. Fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him, and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him, and show him my salvation. Amen. Verses 11 and 12, uh, that's the well-known verses, right? It's when Satan, it's one of the temptations that Jesus got when Satan used these two verses. um, Told him to jump off a cliff and have, so that the angels would keep him from uh, falling. So it's in here, verses, uh, not verses 11 and 12 in Psalms. The reason that I mention this is um, because the Satan, the devil knows the Bible inside out way more than um, you and I will ever know. This is why we have to read it daily and not to be deceived. Because devil's always trying to 
deceive us even with the scripture it's very important we have to know um, study thoroughly and know understand it correctly okay so moving on uh, this week's message the title is the beginning of sorrows 2020 year 2020 and the main text comes from Romans chapter 13 verses 11 through 14 and that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed the night is far spent the day is at hand let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light let us walk honestly as in the day not in rioting and drunkenness not in chambering and wantonness not in strife and and envying but put ye on the lord jesus christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof amen apostle paul encouraged the saints who were persecuted in rome saying in verse back in uh, romans 13 verse 11 knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed unlike the religious people at the end time they were waiting only for the lord they were able to endure all their hardship through waiting only for the day of christ the rapture as revealed through apostle paul in addition when the lord is returning to the earth there was nothing but the desire to wear the crown of righteousness and to reign with Christ in the kingdom of Christ. Also at this time, small group of North Korean underground church members who are suffering under communist dictatorship and the Chinese underground church members and also those who are suffering in the Islamic world are living in the same hope. Apostle Paul, when speaking to the persecuted saints at the time, at that time, compared the present world as the night after Jews crucified Jesus Christ, the Son of Righteousness, having him set to the west, west sun as as in a like sunlight, sun, and sun setting to the west. But the enemy devil has used the Roman Catholic, the whore church, to set the first day of the week as Sunday, S-U-N-D-A-Y, to worship the sun in the sky so that the world may serve the devil himself. Worshipping the sun, S-U-N. Worshipping the creation, not the creator is it it's not the same 
In ancient times when Japan ruled Korea, even Korean churches were deceived by them and stood up and worshipped the sun at 12 o'clock, high noon, during the Sunday service. The red sun on the Japanese flag tells the world that they are the nation of devil. They too are under God's judgment. Nighttime is also called uh, watch. It's divided into four watches. So 6 to 9 o'clock, 10 to 12 o'clock, 1 to 3 o'clock, and then the fourth watch, 4 to 6 o'clock. The time that Jesus walked toward the disciples at night on the sea was fourth watch, which implies that the Lord would appear to the world at the end as the night. If we look at Matthew chapter 14, verse 25, it says, And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. Now we are to put on the armor of light that is the word of God, which is spirit and life by putting off the works of darkness and walking in the word of light. At this time, we have to walk honestly, just like we do in a day, and to be separated from the life following lust. Jesus also said very concretely that it would be a time for the beginning of sorrows regarding what will happen when this time is near. He mentioned this in Matthew chapter 24 verses 6 through 8. It reads, And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, and pestilences, and earthquakes in divers places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Sound familiar? Verse 7. Uh, news of war uh, lately we had the uh, Iran uh, Iranian military leader get shot down and they're trying to fight back but they're kind of on a hold on a pause right now they're kind of they're trying to attack US but it's on a hold temporary hold and obviously we've heard of um the coronavirus happening around the world starting from China and so forth of course the famines if you look at um, Africa all over Ethiopia and Kenya and there they've never seen anything in the past 70 years this great the, the swarm of locusts eating up all the crops all these are beginning of sorrows but it's not quite the end. 
we cannot deny that what the Lord is what what the Lord said is happening in this day and age. In particular, the coronavirus, which is now threatening the Koreatown in LA, which is in our proximity, so no more safety for us. But the Lord said it is not the end yet with these things. When the Lord said it is not the end, he meant the end of the world. The end of the world is the day the devil, the ruler of this world, is taken away from the world. Sooner or later, the rapture will take place and the whole world is to face the seven years of great tribulation. Seven years later, when the door of heaven is to be opened, Jesus will appear down to the earth with the raptured saints to throw the Antichrist and the false prophet into the lake of fire to judge them and to seize the devil and throw him into an bottomless pit. He will also judge by fire all the nations that did not believe in him, him as in Jesus Christ, after that, he will establish his millennial kingdom on the earth, here on earth. This is the end of the world. Apostle Paul testified of this to the saints of Thessalonica in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 6-10. through 10, Seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. And to you who are troubled, rest with us, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord, and from the glory of his power. When he shall come to be glorified in his saints, and to be admired in all them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. Apostle John then prophesied of the prophesied of the thing in the coming the end of the world in the Holy Spirit. This is from Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 through 16. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written, that no man, no man knew, but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horse, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should, he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth, treadeth 
the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture, on his thigh, a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. You know, at first I thought this was a, like a steel sword coming out of his mouth. But then finally I realized Jesus himself is word of God. So back in Genesis, when God said, let there be light, light happened, right? Let there be all these vegetations and fruits and all these things just pop up. It doesn't take time. He, he didn't, he didn't spread the seed, you know, water it and wait days for it to grow or years to grow. It just popped up instantaneous. So when Jesus says it points and all the nations that's fighting against him, he tells them just a word. Everybody die. Everybody dies. It's that simple to him. In addition, he witnessed in detail the scene of his judgment of the nations, the war of Armageddon, and the judgments of the Antichrist and false prophet. Continuing, continuing on to uh, verse 17 through 21, And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat the flesh of kings, and the flesh of captains, and the flesh of mighty men, and the flesh of horses, and of them that sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast, and the kings of the earth, and their armies, gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone, and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. I don't know about you, but I don't know of any bird that comes and eats flesh other than maybe vultures, but... It says, uh, verse 17, he cried with a loud voice saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, all the birds that you can think of. You know, I believe there was a movie called Bird or Birds by Alfred Hitchcock a long time ago, black and white movie. I think that's a pretty close approximation to what the birds can do. In a swarm. Uh, finally, 
Apostle John also saw the witness, saw and witnessed the wonderful scene of judging the world ruler devil to end the world that he had ruled for past 6,000 years. Uh, Revelation 20 verses 1 through 3, he said, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. And cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till a thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. Finally, God is going to end the present world that the devil has been ruling illegally by forcing, by force, bringing sin, death, and curse to the world. After that, God will take the earth over again that he created to establish the kingdom of Christ resting himself. And he will let people born on earth as the time of King Solomon, as the number of the sands of the sea, for a thousand years. This is the millennial kingdom. But at the end of the thousand years, he will release the devil to the earth for a short time and let them finally be tempted by the devil again. But they shall not keep their faith unto the end. And they shall eventually be burnt by the fire from heaven. God always endures to the end. He's always waiting. And gives people opportunity to be saved. Therefore, God also is giving all nations living in last days the opportunity to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He is giving them the opportunity to repent even during the great tribulation. But only a few shall be saved just as if picking up grains after the harvest. That's why today is the day of grace and the day of salvation. Um, I mentioned a few weeks ago about um, Brother Henry. Uh, he's a co-worker of mine. Um, he received Jesus Christ as his Savior and then I gave him a copy of Spanish-English uh, King James Bible and he's been reading and we're discussing about the Bible a few days ago. Um, and he told me that, you know, the Old Testament, it's like a prelude to something that was to come. I was naturally shocked in a good way. At the same time, I was very thankful. First and foremost, I was thankful to God pouring his spirit into um, this brother so that he can read and understand the words of prophecy 
You know, it's true. Jesus said, last shall be first and first shall be last. Um, I truly pray and hope that uh, Brother Henry walks the path of uh, Christ. Keep continuing his life as a man of God. Also, um, in book of Matthew, or in gospel of Matthew, the Lord's Prayer. You know how it goes. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So, meaning kingdom of God, like in heaven, that was step one. But it got ruined by the devil, so once the devil gets rid of, once God gets rid of um, the devil on earth, after 6,000 years of mankind, then the kingdom of God will be here on earth just like it did in heaven. So for a few moments, um, we had a time of discussion on how the Bible repeats history twice. Once is a past and once is a future history. Blessings to all of you and may the grace and knowledge of truth of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you all. Amen. This week's message and previous recordings can be found on our website at WGMI.org. That's WGMI.org. You can also find us on podcast and on YouTube by searching WGM Church in the search field. For Android users, you can find us through TuneIn app. That's T-U-N-E-I-N by also typing WGM Church in the search field.